We have 10 viewers. Hey, 10 viewers. Hello, all people who are in the same family. Well, welcome right to now. Planet Us, not Planet Earth, Planet Us. Do you want to hear a joke? I want to hear two. Okay, do you want to hear a philosophical joke? Sure. So, a horse mm -hmm. keeps going to a bar. You know the usual like, <laughs> motive. A horse walks into a bar <laughs> and then he just walks into something. Can't so, to hit a naked lady. Yeah, I, I maybe she likes his BDSM, but let's let's continue. I don't see any marks on her back though. She must have been whipped as a child. This so, art is by OJ, ladies and gentlemen. Which OJ we don't know, but probably that's not find what out he calls in the future on Instagram. If you were to type OJ on Instagram right now, you find like a a, a a few options. A company selling orange juice. Yeah, exactly. Orange juice. The OJ company. So like a horse walks into a bar. Well, it walks into a bar repeatedly. It goes today, it goes tomorrow, it goes the day after. Mm -hmm. So after a few days, um, uh, the it's bartender the bar. and like like a few people ask it, like, hey, we noticed you keep coming into this bar. Mm -hmm. Is everything okay? Mm -hmm. Are you an alcoholic? And the horse says, <laughs> I think not. Wait, uh, that was my okay. Well, it probably said that dirty before it said, I think not. But the yeah. horse said, I think not. But what happens after it says, I think not, is the most remarkable thing. It just disappears. It pff, disappears into thin air. Because I think therefore I am. I'll get to that. <laughs> That's the point. But like... Here we go. <laughs> it's like, coming. It's coming. Yeah. Stay with me here. <laughs> okay. So, um, w this is a reference to the French philosopher René Descartes' philosophy of skepticism. He lived in the 16th century. Most people will only know René Descartes when they go back to their high school and they think about the Cartesian system. Mostly when you're graphing um, uh, mathematical equations, you think about the x the and the Cartesian y plane. axis. Exactly, the plane. But that's it's the, plane the Cartesian is plane the, the is named after René Descartes, right? You know what that, mean, that name means, actually? What does Descartes it mean? It's a French name, so it means René of the Maps. Cartes map. Of course, mm. ca cartography. Yeah. Or it could be that maps were named after him, but hey. There's also you know, ca carte blanche. Yeah, carte blanche. Ca uh, carte blanche means the freedom to do anything artistically. Yeah. So I don't think it, it has any relationship with Nady Cart. But it could be that ma maps card, are actually. named after him because it's just about graphing the terrain, which is what you no, would do. No, he's named after the maps. Okay. So what happened is René Descartes was not only a mathematician, but also a philosopher. Mm. And he used to have a certain school of skepticism. He used to say that, okay, one of the things about like religion and existence is that we don't quite know if we truly exist and if other people truly exist. I need, you to, I need you to unlock it for me so I can go through some of the stuff we're talking about as you're telling the joke. Yeah, let me, let me just open the brief. Um, as you tell the joke. Yeah, so he was like, he was like, we, we can't fully know if we truly exist. So one of the things that you first have to um, go through as, uh, you know, like, like a new person in philosophy and trying to figure out your existence, figure how can I prove that I exist? Because I don't know if you exist. I don't know if anyone in this room exists. Not that there are other people in this room, but I don't know. There's a few. <laughs> and the thing is, we, for all we know, we could be a brain in a vat. There could be some some mastermind putting us in a matrix. We could be in a video game. You you know all the theories. Mm. But Rene Descartes came up with like a really clever way to figure out that he exists. He was like, um, and it, in Latin it goes dubito ego cogito, cogito ego sum. 
that last bit cogito ego sum is pretty popular on online you'll mm. see it a lot cogito ego sum i think therefore i am i think therefore i am but the whole statement is dubito ego cogito cogito ego sum what I does that mean i doubt therefore i think i think therefore i am what does that mean if i doubt about my existence that means that i must be thinking i don't exist but who's doing the thinking i must admit so, that if i doubt lady. yeah yeah well lady you know, of nudes. dubito that she exists mm-hmm. but like D- if dubito. i think dubito yeah. ever come if i think <laughs> that i don't exist then there must be an entity uh, uh uh doing the thinking doing the doubting and therefore if there's an entity doing the doubting there's an entity doing the thinking and therefore if i think i must exist right mm, because i'm now, the yeah and this has become like a phenomenal like um concept in philosophy right to this day like philosophy majors be taught about it and i could have explained this to you before i gave the joke about the horse but that would be putting Descartes before the horse mm. oh wow <laughs> okay so that was a joke that was a joke but <laughs> <laughs> and on that I bet you didn't see that one coming. On that note, welcome to Think Shack. This is episode 27. We're This is episode 27. It's our second video. Episode. We're approaching the 30s. At this point we'll start you'll start hearing creaks when we move like eh, Yeah, look, oh my god, my knee is not the same as it used to be. But I have a comment on that. Like people always say I'm reaching the third floor and all that bullshit. Like you're not that old. 30 is quite young actually. You know, 30 is a young man. In what country? The youth is defined as 18 to 35. The problem is lifespans. I feel like the average lifespan of each country informs what age you consider old at. If mm. you are in the United States or the UK or the Netherlands and you're 35, you're a le- relatively young person because But people on average live up to 80. If you're in Kenya and the average person dies at freaking 65, at 30 it's like, "Oh, let me bother." No, 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 no. Here's the thing. In Kenya it's actually the opposite. Like how many 30-year-olds do you know that are not considered old? Like only kids I'm dogo. I don't think how many 30-year-olds I know is a direct is like 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 a direct statement on how many 30-year-olds are in the country. Okay. I I might just happen to vibe with 25-year-olds. So I don't know that many 30-year-olds. That <laughs> you know <laughs> like, the thing with your mask it I looks mean, like it's smiling the whole time. So yeah. It's like, it looks like I'm comfortable smile as well. Yeah. Like <laughs> Well, you know, the viewers <laughs> can deal with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But like also, you know, one of the things I noticed looking at our analytics on Spotify and YouTube is that our average demographic is like between 18 and 25. So, mm. I don't know why we attract people who are at most at least 5 years younger than us, but it is what it is. Do you think 25-year-olds drink Keo Tambuzi? I don't think a lot of Kenyans know about that particular kind of gin. It has rose and cucumber. Ladies, it has cucumbers. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of Kenyans know about like Konyagi and Gilbis, but I don't know a lot of Kenyans know about Keo. How much is this particular bottle? I have something appropriate to say about cucumbers. Mm-hmm. You know, dildos are not widely sold in Kenya. Remember there's but a time cucumbers are. You remember there's a time we played this game widely it was like, it was like uh, sold with some, with some ladies. It was so truth or dare or truth or drink? <laughs> I, I heard you, sir. <laughs> I'm sure they did too. And we asked one of them, or both of them, if they had ever tried to insert a cucumber into their orifices. Mm-hmm. And they said yes. So cucumbers are used for more than making gin. That reminds me of something I was thinking about today. I was actually telling someone, like, we, um, we had a conversation. I was just talking to someone in Think Shack. And I was like, you know, one of the weirdest things I've noticed is that I've never met a single man that has had sex with more than one virgin. 
every guy is ah. like, have you ever had sex with a virgin? It's like, yeah, there was this one time. But no guy is like, oh, I've had sex with this virgin and this virgin and this virgin. I know they exist, but I personally have never met them. I'm pretty sure you have never met them. You're one. right, you're right. I can't you know what, what I found even more interesting is that if you decide to go look for women that have had sex with more than one virgin, the percentages are probably even lower. Because mm. the percentage of women who've had sex with even just one virgin is probably Now, here's the thing. The issue lower. with that is the reporting. No man will report that he's a virgin. You'll just see it in his actions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of men are virgins undercover. Right. But then also... <laughs> I mean, also on the, the undercover other... virgin sounds like a good movie plot. Undercover virgin. The 40-year-old <laughs> virgin dun, 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 goes undercover. Dun, dun. Yeah, I remember. You remember the movie, the forty-year-old virgin? I've never watched the movie, but I know about. I it. thought that was a really far-fetched. There's concept. a really offensive line by Kanye West. He says, "Passion of the Christ, thirty-three-year-old virgin," because the assumption is that Jesus was a virgin at the time of his death. But what most people don't realize is that there's a big part of Jesus's life we don't know about. Mary Magdalene. I've heard the conspiracy <laughs> theories. I mean, if she's gonna wash your feet with her hair, it means you've done something to it. Like I mean, for a woman to do that, like you just look into your own life before a woman who even has washed my my feet with freaking it. sucks your member <laughs> member of parliament I'm so good at figurative speech <laughs> what is it called the tumescence yeah before a woman offers fellatio fellatio to your fellatio to your tumescence you know where she wraps her um, oral orifice around your tumescent um, phallus we're going too deep into that she must be really into you But you, you know, know? remind me of a joke our chemistry teacher used to make. So imagine washing your feet with her hair, which is pretty impractical if you think about it. Who washes feet with hair? After putting anointing oil on them. Like, I cannot understand getting a wig to wash feet with because it's technically hair. You just have to get a human But hair still, wig, like, the which most, are pretty expensive. It's the most far-fetched thing, though. I imagine even human hair wigs would be expensive back then. So wait, you're saying... But you, your you own don't hair... Believe, you don't believe that Jesus was a virgin? By that time, Mary Magdalene was doing whatever. I she mean, did. let's go a few steps back. Do I believe Jesus existed? Well, I think did. that's the more relevant question. I, well, that, that's that's going to take us down a deep rabbit hole or a turtle hole, depending on which type of animal you know. To get yeah, into. We, we have talked about. But what I was saying before. was, <laughs> what I was saying was, there's a big part of Jesus' <laughs> life that we don't know about. Like by the time he was 12 in Egypt, getting lost, what had he gone to do? Had he gone to grab some ass. And then by the time he turns like 33, mm-hmm. when he's a carpenter. Yeah, there's that fact as well. Said, like This guy Jesus is Lombal. You know Jesus, that's like a euphemism? Yeah, euphemism? yeah. Yeah, that's and it's come, it's come up in a, in, a, in, a, in a gospel song before. It's like, and I, I've heard people use it sexually like as a joke. But also, I think a really critical piece of information is that Jesus began his... His calling came at 33, which means there's a whole ass lifetime before that time that we know nothing about and isn't recorded and so that's the question like bruv i am not even 33 yet and i've done a lot of shit if at 33 i decide that i am now the most holy person in the universe that doesn't necessarily erase all the nasty shit i've done out there you know but before we get carried away or struck by lightning let's uh get back to our beautiful ko tambuzi why do they call it tambuzi let me read what it says I don't understand like look Small. at names. Have you seen two five four names? You know the two five four beer company. Look at this font though. Like they have this weird font that keeps interrupting the the. Well, you can't even read it. it. Makes no sense. Come on, Kenya, authentically, fresh, and they just like keep like yeah, interlocking, putting it in between. Some weird the words. calligraphy. Maybe that's the poison they put in there. They put poison in there. They don't want you to I'm see. Gonna it. fuck up your 
thinking perception now. All right, so we have an audience here. You probably won't be able to see them. I don't know if they want to be seen. Well, it's it's a probability of one hundred percent. So the word you should use is you certainly. But I will say this is a very nice looking bottle. It's a very nice looking bottle. It's only twenty. You asking for the price? It's only like twenty three hundred. This is South Bay, so probably like. Adjusted for inflation in Nairobi. What's the original? Because KO, most places. KO have a shop at Westlands. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Oh KO yeah, I, did. I went to them. We actually so tried to get KO. So if you went and bought this at the Westlands shop, it would probably be somewhere around two thousand twenty-one hundred. No, no, no. This is two thousand three hundred in South B. So it's probably a bit more expensive in those other of parts. Of course, because they had their little. So it would probably be like three thousand in those other areas. Anyways, so no, here we wait, are. Wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's get on the same page. You think South B is cheaper than other areas? Yeah, I would imagine. I always figure South B is more expensive. Is this a court? That would be pretty cool. Let me see. I don't uh, think so. It is a court. Wait, wait, wait. What the fuck? If it's a cork, then I know. that it is a price cork. tag doesn't make any sense. Look, it's about to pop, ladies. I'm waiting to see. Oh, shit. It is a cork. How no, did that feel? I said cork. How did that feel? Not cock. You want me to do it again? Oh, it's, it's very strong. It smells like paraffin. God damn. Oh, but it smells like cucumbers as well. Smell it. Why are you scared to, to reach it? <laughs> you grab it like it stole money from you or something. It careful, did. careful. Careful. It smells You're more tilting like a rose to me. It. Yeah. The first whiff was the, a bit the, too strong. Yeah, it, it I would does, like everyone else to try and experience this. Like everyone in the in the studio. Get a whiff of this. Yeah. So I, I'm surprised that KO is really good at getting distribution for their beers. Oh, sorry, ciders, because KO doesn't sell beers, it sells ciders. Um, if anyone has watched our Beer Shack episode, a cider is like an alcoholic drink, you know, derived from things like apples, fruit, like oranges, you know, like fruits you find in an orchard, while beer is derived mm. from like barley and so on. Um, so like KO sells ciders and they're really, really well distributed. We've been to so many clubs where if you ask for a KO, you get it. But a KO gin isn't as well distributed. It's not as common. So what do you guys think of the smell? I, I, I love the fruity, the fruity feel. Yeah. Fruity smell of it, yeah? yeah? Yeah. I feel like it will attract bees. What about the ladies? Wherever you are. Do you smell the cucumber? A berry smell. A berry smell. Yeah. Yeah. But do you, do you smell the cucumber? I don't. I don't smell the I cucumber. Smell the cucumber I smell the roses, which yeah, I think roses. for me is a proxy. So this is a scam. Fruity. All right. So how are we gonna do this? Maybe the cucumber is supposed to be, you know, like really in there. Ikodani. Just like you know, it <laughs> usually <laughs> is. Ikodani. Ikodani. Chuchuba. Ojaja chuchuba. Kukumba, as Jay Hoss likes to call it. So this is for you. Ojaja. I always that Wait, did you actually watch the TikTok then? No, I haven't watched the TikTok, but I've seen the memes. Alright, let's do the SMR before we continue. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for what what is it? Wait, 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 wait. For Kukujia. Listen! Peace Taurus. Taurus. Oscar killed his girlfriend. Oscar Pistorius. It's just cause it sounds like piss. Here you go, Randy. I put too much for you though. But he still managed. I think we need more tumblers for the ladies and, and everyone else, I guess. Is this one of them? Well, as far as the camera is concerned, Cody, is this is this can we drink yeah. out of this? Alright, just redistribute. I feel like that's too much. You're gonna die. The cucumber is gonna choke you. A man should not have that much cucumber how in his throat. How much alcohol can a man have before he passes out? You do so little. That shows how much of an alcoholic you are. I, I and it's not even something to be proud of. Is the thing. Yeah, all right, you go do the next ASMR. Put the glass on the table, mm-hmm. and then pour me a drink, my good sir. Oh yeah. Um, because that's hospitality. Glass. You can pour your own drink. Man, I'm gonna pour it. Like gentlemen. Did you knock your means knock out? All right, that's enough. That's enough. I don't want to die. 
A man shouldn't have too much cucumber in his I throat. I feel like the name is tongue in cheek. I literally feel like that's what they meant when they called it KO. It's like, we're gonna knock you, knock you the fuck out. out. You remember, I think it's because we're getting old, but you remember when we went out and then we had like four ciders and then we're like, oh shit. We're getting old because those four ciders, even though it's 8%, although I did the math, and that's the equivalent of drinking like half a quarter of Mzinga. Mm, yeah, I remember I remember that. So, like, which one like, of our guests wants to taste? We were having this conversation before we were like debating what to try today, and you were telling me about two bulk, and I was telling you two bulk, yeah. Faxi, Atlas. Atlas. It's like this class of beers that goes up to 12, 15% alcohol. Made for your dad and his best friend. And they're always in a can, alcoholic. and one can just knocks you the fuck out. And I kind of feel like that's the same logic that we're seeing with Kate. Feel free to use the, the chaser because for us, we just want to review the drink, so we we need to taste the actual. And essence. it is flavored, so I'm just going to throw that in. Yeah. I wish our camera lady doing the live. But the camera lady with the nice hair. <laughs> Do you see any comments on the live? Yeah, the comments. What are people saying? They're just joking about stuff with you. Ah, okay. Mm. I wish I could interact with them. Maybe. How many viewers do we have? At the moment, five. Oh, oh yeah. that's really, that's a huge number. That's like that's more than a as threesome. many as the fingers I have in one hand. That's more so than a threesome. That. That's more than a threesome. All right, bro, let's go for it. Let's. Uh, we really have to be proud of our small wins. Yeah, for sure. Because they no, are wait, small. Wait, wait. Yeah. Slow down. Ah, shit. Are we supposed there. to do that on camera? No, the camera is rolling, isn't it? Are we rolling? Oh, yeah. Now we're rolling. We're officially on our period. I'm going to put my headphone on and I'm going to go on a roll because we are on our period. Yeah. We're on our recording period. This is like a good place to be on your period. <laughs> 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 Let me put this. I feel like we sound more high than my body. So, uh, cheers. What did you say? I can't in, in, in hear Poland? you weirdly though. In Poland, we say the stolat. headphones aren't working. Stolat. No, wait. The where, headphones where? aren't working. Cheers, motherfucker. I mean, stolat, sure, but the yeah. headphones aren't working. They are. I can hear myself. I can hear you. Yours must be dim or something. And I don't think we need the headphones Just say to work. something. Me, like what is that? What's the, the language. But of anyway, presence? I get what you're saying. Now I can hear you. Now I can hear you. Now the mics. Alright, let's, let's drink this shit, man. Let's drink this. So we are about to ingest some the poison. Um, I always find these masks funny because they no, really accentuate our fish lips. But you can smell them. But we hey. have some neo lips. <laughs> so sexy, girl. <laughs> You're so ugly when you cry. Oh wait, that was Beyonce, wasn't it? Yeah, no a guy, guy, no guy, literally no guy in history, guy. and I'm willing to die on this. No guy in history has <laughs> we'll ever. Tell a woman. There's you're no so lyric in get any canceled. song by any man in history. Prove me wrong right now. That goes with the guy you're says so you're so ugly when you cry. You get no guy in history has ever said that to a woman. It's like oh my god, he's so abusive. Anyways, let's get ugly. And right that now. just speaks about gender inequality. Let's get ugly. But let's drink. Talk about liquor inequality. Some liquors are just fucking shit. No, no, this is not bad though. It's not I don't good drink either. I don't like so alcohol. you know, like we're on the fence. So Woohoo! Here's the thing: I can taste what it says it has, so that's a win. It's a I sure hope my destiny does not resemble his though, or his mustache, or his must. Cause. Let's talk about Steve Harvey's mustache. What the hell is that? It looks like it's growing on him. Do you it's know, like a parasite. I was researching, and we're going to get to Steve Harvey later on the on the episode, but I was researching, and this Marjorie woman, actually, when they go back together, told him, I need you to keep that mustache. If a woman really loves you, she is not going to tell you to keep <laughs> that mustache. 
No, it's part of his identity. Maybe she saw him without the mustache. She was like, "Oh God, no." That's never the again. thing. If a woman never loves again. your identity, have you ever seen edited? Have you ever seen edited? Nobody pictures. is ever gonna recommend us. Have you ever, Don't go into a barber shop. You know how on a barber shop you have a freaking catalog showing all the hair cells you can get. Number thirty-two is always my favorite. You never find on any of the you suggestions Steve Harvey. Have you ever seen seen Steve Harvey in a barbershop catalog? Maybe I mean, Maybe I've seen Omarion, I've seen Ludacris, I've seen a lot of American celebrities, but I've never once seen Steve Harvey but in a barbershop catalog. Bald, Steve Harvey is completely bald. Now here's the thing: that thing looks like it's growing on his face. Yeah, but his but mustache is. Have you ever seen pictures? It's of growing him? on his face is the perfect. Have statement. you ever seen pictures of him without the mustache? It looks like an alien creature. It doesn't look normal. Yeah, it looks like So you think the wife was actually telling him you should just keep that mustache on? Yeah, just cover it up. It's the I only thing I cannot tolerate any other version of you. Mm. I mean, this is shit already. He looks like a bubble head actually. Probably the best possible version I can tolerate of you. And I'll tolerate it for the next um 15 years before I um have sex with a god that told you to look for me after you divorced your previous wife. And marry me because I'm the only woman who made you happy. All right, let's review this. Right, what do you taste? What does it taste like? That's a topic we're gonna cover later in the in the no, podcast. No, this, this right here. No, Steve Harvey. And the yeah, wine. we'll cover we'll cover Steve Harvey. Yeah, we'll cover him with shame. Personally, personally, <laughs> as far as Ko is concerned, I can see the appeal as far as like the flavors. It's a um, good flavor. I would say it's a good flavor. Like I'm gonna put being on my objective, smiley face now. Being objective, but as far as like I'm in a club. I feel like I'm going to tend towards the familiar. I'm sure this looks awkward as fuck, so I'm going to just switch on my camera. Yeah, it looks horrible, man. It looks like, like your mouth is on your nose. Like, why do you look this figured, man? Yeah. Who who fucked you up? It's like Steve you. Harvey did. <laughs> anyway, so about KU, yeah. I can taste the rose, what the fuck was it? What rose water or something? I don't even know what it was. Uh, excessive consumption. Sometimes I think about these things from the perspective of often when you are putting out a product, you have this weird dilemma or hmm. like a balance to between um, giving an exclusive experience, which may not appeal to everyone, um, versus a generic experience, which is going to appeal to most people. And but it's not going to give you as much of a margin because if you give an exclusive uh, experience, you can charge as much as you want. So, for example, what I'm talking about is like look at like Rolls Royce as the car brand. This is a totally like 180 degree change, but like of course, walk with me here. Mm-hmm. Rolls Royce, the brand, makes um, limited edition vehicles. They will do the most random shit. They literally put a freaking umbrella into some compartment in the door so you can like pull something that looks like a handle and it's an umbrella. The doors open in totally opposite ways to what you're used to and so on. And now uh, I was looking the other day and I found out that Rolls Royce made the most expensive vehicle in history and it cost like $25 million. It's so expensive that literally um, one of like like the the, the clock on the dashboard is actually an Audemars Piguet. 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 Yeah, that's a, watch. That's, a watch. that's a watch. Obviously, the automobile either costs tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars, but it's like retractable. You can like put it on your hand or watch. I'm not wearing an Audemars, guys. Sorry, this is like this a is simple a, Casio. This is a, is a Casio Kotoka Muranga. Yeah, exactly. But, no, but it's actually a pretty nice watch. Let me know. Yeah, it. So, I was I was looking at it. No, let, let me finish. I was sure. looking at it. and I was like, Rolls Royce. What they do is they like even if it gets just like. 10, 20, 30, because most of the vehicles are limited editions, like only so many have ever been made. They are going for maximum margin. So they're going to price each one at a very high price. They're going to try to make their clientele exclusive. They're going to draw this 
picture around themselves is like this is an exclusive club where you have to meet certain standards to be part of it mm. on the other hand we have toyota yep which tries to make a model for virtually everyone are you a mom are you a dad are you a i don't know like 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 are you in your 20, uh, 20s are you you know like they have a model for everyone obviously with toyota um you're gonna get some stuff and not everybody's gonna like it but toyota plays the volume game so it's like as long as we sell a lot of cars around the world even though we're making a small margin for each car we are still gonna be profitable it only balances out because mercedes will sell fewer cars than toyota but then they'll still be more profitable that's that's a tricky topic because technically they're owned by volkswagen which now happens to have passed to you. They're not owned by Daimler. Daimler Chrysler. No, the all Daimler uh, is owned by Volkswagen. Volkswagen owns Lamborghini, they own um freaking I don't know like pick random brand uh, Porsche um uh, probably Volvo like they own a lot of European vehicles and so by by having a lot of these under the umbrella they happen to be the the, the, they sell the most vehicles in the world just past Toyota. But that's the topic for another day. My point is, um, a lot of the time when you're dealing with putting either your character or product out there, you're either playing the margin game where you're like, I'm going to deal with exclusivity where I have margins up, or you're playing the volume game. It's like, I'm going to put out as much of the cheap stuff out so I can make a profit anyway. I found and a good comparison for this. I find, KO, I find that KO is playing the margin game so they're like we're gonna taste a very unique way and this is gonna appeal to a certain kind of person because when you taste it you can tell there's a uniqueness to it it's not like gilby's not even the flavored gilby's right but then because of that they're never gonna play the volume game you're not gonna see them in clubs you're not gonna see them at events you're go- literally gonna have to either go to a wines and spirits your local wines and spirits if you are so blessed to have a wines and spirits that has that much variety or go to chaos shop in westlands to buy it but if you go to wines and spirits or uh, sorry if you go to a club you're gonna find gilby's right because gilby's is playing the volume game and that's I'm so just, let's just analyze that. the let's just analyze the the flavor because you went on a big time right there man <laughs> so yeah i do the, get carried away the sometimes. complex flavors and aromas you can actually taste the juniper berries in this one because you know when you taste gin you yeah. really feel the juniper if anyone has watched our previous episodes we did say that one of the uh, uh, key characteristics of all gin is that gin contains juniper berries look it up if it doesn't have juniper berries it's not gin it's 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 required for it to be categorized on top of the juniper gin. juniper berries there's the citrus peel i don't taste that per se I think that uh, that accounts for the fruity flavor. Mm. And it says the local, citrus is like orange. The local moranga cucumber. Because I can taste the, a, a little bit of like the... They literally even said where the cucumber came from? Moranga. Yeah, moranga. They, they, t- they say they take you on a journey to six local regions for an authentically... Because they put the mafinos on the word authentically Kenyan drinking. I mean, I can see where they're headed, but I can also see the pretentiousness in it. Of course. Now, if we're drinking Ciroc, nice. we know Ciroc is the only vodka in the world that's made from grapes, and they're made from it's made from grapes from a specific part of France, and that's cool. But for someone to come sell me gin and be like, "This is made using cucumber from Muranga," that does not have the same ring to it. I man. mean, it's the same thing though. It's just like you know, Africans hate themselves. We hate ourselves a lot of them. We have a, a lot of us. Mm. We have an inferiority complex. Where you're like, "Oh, Muranga, yuck!" But when you hear some place in France, probably there's rats. You know, there's rats in Paris on the streets of Paris. You can see. Rats. Oh, I believe that. You don't that. even see rats I in Nairobi. Pro- I believe there are probably rats in New York the but size of even, human you beings. Don't even but see that's rats not the in Nairobi. point. No, the thing is, you don't even see rats in Nairobi. But we're like, "Oh, Nairobi is so dirty." Paris is very. dirty. 
dirty. Paris is extremely dirty. No, no, no. My point is, and I totally believe it. My point is that um, when it comes to, say, for example, things like wine or Ciroc vodka, France is popular for its vineyards because... Morocco is popular for its cucumbers. No, it's not. Literally, just ask anyone in this room. I'm just kidding. What is the most memorable thing you remember from Moranga? And tell me who says, "Oh, the cucumbers there were nice." And I'll tell you, they that have person, no dildos. That person would be a freak. <laughs> I, 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 I'm telling you, right do you remember? Now, if you go to France, France is known for its vineyards, and these people put a lot of time and effort into mixing these strains to come up with the best grapes to make their, um, uh, you know, like proprietary wines and all of that, right? But how many farmers in Moranga do you know that actually go through the trouble to make up greenhouses and come up with strains of cucumbers that nobody else in the world produces? Because France does that. And then you come to me and you tell me, it's like, it's literally like, it, to me, this is the um, liquor version of Kashkropia Nyandaro ni Mawaru. It's like, okay, fine. I didn't know Nyandaro sells Waru's, but now that you've told me, great, fine, I'll go by. But that doesn't tell me that Nyandaro's Waru's are better than any other county's Waru's. You get what I'm trying to say? So, if for you to tell me that you're going to sell me a product that's, um, that's predicated on, um, a prod, uh, on, 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 on a, a farm produce that comes from a particular county sounds pretentious as fuck. Where do like, players what's come so from? special about it? Where do pears come from in Kenya? Mapera. I, what's the English That's name? a random one. I know, I've never known what the English I saw this lady we're talking about it called Nampera. It sounds like Mapera. The Ugandan DJ. She's thick though. She's fine. Nampera Christine sex tape. We're gonna send Should we watch her sex tape online? So they can see. No, of course we're not gonna watch the sex tape. Why not? <laughs> Why not? that's how we don't get views. Nah, YouTube is gonna viewers. Have you noticed in Kenya, if you make something raunchy, you get a lot of views. I mean, sure, you post on whole... Telegram. Oh shit, it's dead for But not on YouTube. Edgar Bayer is actually doing some news right now. You know, that's the thing. That's the interesting thing. He's so doing an explicit You're not gonna show. lose views for doing an explicit show in Kenya. But apparently she's a popular DJ from Uganda. I, I had never heard of her before the the, the new the the the, the sex. The interesting thing. thing is, Trevor says, as usual, she is known for her big ass, as usual, <laughs> as if he even knew her. It like makes it sense, though. It makes sense. Though. I can see where it's coming from. Mm. For example, look at some of our. Can see where it's coming from. I, I mean, <laughs> no, I can't see his dick. If that's what you mean. But like, that's what I mean, short, what I mean is that I can see the reference. For example, we have like a lot of celebrities in Kenya, and you look at them, and you're like, literally, the only reason you're famous is because you have a huge ass. Very sadika, how are you doing? We're talking or, about someone else, or, not you. Or Murira. Joki Murira is that, like literally. This girl got to the point where she even built her mother a house from ass from TikTok. Donations and what were the donations about? Niggas weren't just like, oh, I like your personality. I'm did you know when you did? Team. When you it did, it was like, just about her ass. If you do a class about building houses, nowhere will it say you can build a house with an ass, but it's possible. And it's possible, exactly. Like, so I actually watched this sex tape. Um, there's a how was it? How would you rate it on a, on a scale of one, of one to ten? You know, we're pornish. So. It was in a toilet. I'll describe though? it to you. I will not um, show it to you. I can't show it to you, but I will describe it to you. So basically, what we have, and I saw two versions, and I thought they were really weird. So basically, what Wait, we have two versions is, is angles have, to it. 
I thought it was no, Matonde. No, no, two versions. What I mean is All that right. in those two, there were two different men. So Jesus I don't know God. if the second one was really her because I saw it on like one of those Telegram groups. It just like shares like exposés. But mm. what I saw was like, so I know her boyfriend has like a weird like beard and shit. You know, mm. it just starts from the sideburns and goes round. <laughs> That's a normal beard. Sounds like a normal beard to me. Yeah. That's a weird beard. I think Steve Harvey's is a weird beard. <laughs> Exactly, but like we'll you, you stay with me here. Yeah, you get yeah. what I mean. I get what you mean. So they're in the toilet, and um, first wait, just a quick correction. You know, in Kenya we like to say in the toilet, but it's really in the bathroom or in the washroom because in the toilet you. I think inside. bathroom is a terrible term to use for a no, toilet. It's an American. It's an American misnomer. But then right? you're not inside the because toilet because you bath in the bathroom. You, but don't you don't shit in the bathroom. But you're not in the toilet though. Inside the toilet, the toilet is the the device on which you. Or it could be the room. No. That's only the British Africa. version. That's only in Africa. You know, it's like Americans it's, literally call it the washroom. Ask any Brit, they'll be like, "Either you go to the toilet the or to the John." To the John. No, nobody. Lou is figurative. It's just like your euphemism. The thing is, I'm trying to say it's a place. It's not the actual toilet. Okay, they so in they're the in the room with the toilet. Right. For anyone who cares to hear, right. they're in the Everybody room with the toilet, it. and um, Nampera is sitting on the toilet in the room with the toilet, and this guy is. Um, 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 busy giving her oral satisfaction. On the toilet? What the fuck? That's the part that I found weird. So he's giving her a whole CJ. Can you imagine the bacteria? While there? she's on the toilet. And then on top of that, he gets up, uh, she gets up, he sits on the toilet. Um, I really hope he put the toilet seat down, you know, hygiene and all that. <laughs> this reminds me of a time when I was in the strip club with a friend of mine. And then uh, I was like, I had a very weird I love how casually you say you were in a strip club. I mean, it's a while ago before I knew the Lord Jesus Christ. Like, let's go but to here's the strip club. Thing. Here's the thing, though. Like, I was just observing. Everybody's like, yeah, the girl is like busy shaking her ass on the pole. And then I looked at my friend and I was like, hey, 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 hey. Imagine how much bacteria is on that pole. Because it's literally rubbing her ass and how on the many, pole. How many I'm different like, asses have rubbed on that pole? Literally, when I, when I said that, another stripper comes on and does the same exact thing, rubbing her ass. Mm. I was like, bro, what the fuck? I imagine the rates of like disease transmission among strippers like is probably high. Pole. We need a study done on this. But let me get back to the story. Yeah. So he sits on the toilet. She sits on him. So it's like a whole reverse cowgirl thing going on. Yeah. And then he gets... Like, these guys did the most. He gets up. She gets up. He does it while she's standing literally he holding what? her you know the whole in out in out penetration thing. oh okay okay now i'm yeah. just trying to get the picture and then um at some point he has a sit back on the toilet and then he's doing the whole missionary thing while she's on the toilet so like this is all recorded the funniest part for me was that the whole pov how we're seeing this because some random guy and i remember we had this joke in episode 25 about like voyeurism like how can you not live how can you not live your life knowing nobody's watching? But it's like some random guy is literally at like the bars on top of the toilet. You know, like there's always that small window on top of the toilet and he's like with his camera and then he brings it down every time they turn around to like face the window and then he brings it up. That guy must have made so much money selling that sex tape. Can you imagine? I am so shocked because I'm like, how many people are out there just being like, I'm going to go out of my house today and you I will never catch know. Someone having you sex. never know who's going to be having sex. It. I'm going to be ready to record it. That is such a weird freaking motivation to leave the house in the morning, you know? But, but again, these are celebrities, so there's obviously people looking for them. There's people waiting for them to fuck up. Now, the question is, and I think this is an important question. I, I'm sorry, I like to get philosophical, but this is an important question. A celebrity or not, if you are out there having sex with your... Carnal knowledge. 
carnal knowledge. As the the guy from the why are you gay interview is like, are you having carnal knowledge with this woman? Yeah. So you are gay. <laughs> Who you, says I'm gay? Do you perform you the natural obligations? That's the if, best way if, to rephrase it. If sex. you are out there having carnal knowledge of a partner, Performing you're not cheating on anyone, you know. And someone decides to be voyeuristic about it um and put it out there it's like i i guess the important question is here, like what level of shame is appropriate so for example to give you like a random example um you know today that um president ruto is you know married to his wife because otherwise she wouldn't be his wife but like let's say someone releases a sex tape of president ruto and his wife yeah he's like doing no the question is shit. if it was released i mean that's all all there but the question is from president ruto's perspective how embarrassed should you be if someone filmed you having sex with your wife should you just be like okay fuck it first of all you're it's my weird. wife yeah 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 it's like my, it's my wife I can fuck yeah exactly on any toilet i like I mean it's another thing when like you find like a politician had sex with like an escort or someone was cheating on their partner and they just happened to be popular it's like it adds an extra layer to the scandal but the base layer is you were having sex and someone happened to see it so mm. how embarrassing should that be I think it's all the, about the hygiene of the situation it's not really that scandalous if someone went to their house and recorded them from the window I mean it's a sex tape sure whatever they're in their house but it's in yeah. the toilet Like these people couldn't wait to get home and first of all that's a very unhygienic situation. So you can imagine that's where the outrage or there's the shock No, but that raises from. an additional question. So for example, any random couple that is not a celebrity couple can have sex in the toilet and nobody's going to give a fuck. Couples have sex Ooh. in toilets all the time in clubs. But just because you're you're a celebrity now you have to give a fuck. Personally, um, I mean, you're giving you know, a fuck in the toilet, so yeah, technically, or taking it. But like personally, <laughs> I'm just thinking um, whether or not whether or not you wanted to be a celebrity, notwithstanding, everybody should have a certain right to privacy. And even if that privacy is breached, as I, in someone, I have so many juvenile jokes. Yeah, even if that privacy is breached and someone came and filmed you and posted it. It should be such that you shouldn't give a fuck. It's like, "Okay, you found my sex tape. Good for you. I was fucking my husband. Enjoy." I mean, personally, that's, that's I think a certain say. level of don't care attitude is say. useful. But what would happen? I know you're a very private person, so mm-hmm. what well, what if it was you? You'd be flipping out like, "Oh my goodness." I like, actually I I'm actually walking you through my mental process for how I would rationalize it so that I, I doubt, wouldn't give I a fuck. That's how it would be. Personally, I would just be like, "Okay, yo, guy, you were fucking your girlfriend. They literally owe no explanation to anyone. Personally, I think the cameraman owes an explanation to everyone because But what the fuck the you need day, to get a life. It's like it's like news though. It's like news. Remember you had a different reaction to the news. If someone saw your news, you probably be a bit mortified. Actually, I, like, I had okay, a reaction to like, someone yeah. seeing me take a shit. If you're going to go there. Yeah. Someone wants you to take a shit. No, I'm just saying okay. that would be a lot more embarrassing than if someone say, saw me having sex. Taking a shit. Yeah. If there's ever a position that makes you look really like an animal, <laughs> really it's take, like the squat position, not sitting on a toilet, squatting. Mm. You're just squatting there and taking shit. Like some people like, like to squat. Like, 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 I made this joke have because been, I was like, we been? have taken people to the moon. We have freaking cured malaria. We are freaking gods. But you take a shit. It's like there's no difference between you and have a fucking baboon. Have you ever used baboon. a public washroom and then you find like uh, foot marks or footprints on the toilet? Like some people from Machinani or God knows wherever the fuck they're from, you will find that they've actually gone and squatted on sit toilets. I've seen something crazier. I I was when I was in high school. Um, me and my friend went to the toilet. You know, like you well, you went like, together. Let's not pay attention to that detail. <laughs> Let's not pay attention to that detail. Okay. I mean, 
I like the silence. There is okay, a completely sorry, sorry, heterosexual explanation for yeah, this. All right, let's, let's, let's listen. But let's not go into it. Yeah. So we were in the toilet. We just so happened, coincidentally, to be in the toilet at the same time. For anyone who gives a fuck. And um, this guy went into the toilet, and then he saw, like, a streak of shit right around the toilet. That guy wall. must have been having fun. The like, toilet walls are like it's just white tile. You've been to high school toilet walls, it's just white tiles. It's like there's a streak of shit going around. It's like he we were trying to break down logically what happened? the CSI. The the forensic series of events. It's like forensics. That would have led to you streaking shit all around like freaking at head level, eye level. It's like, what did this guy do? Did he have such diarrhea that he walked in, took his toilet down and just bent over and just like went around? Oh my God, where the fuck is the toilet seat? And then finally found it after no, no, spraying no, no. the whole thing. I already, I already have an explanation. This, this is the craziest thing. I already have an explanation. Let me know. The guy probably wiped himself and ended up testing. He was like, oh my God, yuck. And then he tried to wipe it What off. did he wipe himself with? And he with his you hand? Know, you know high school toilets. Sometimes That's even toilet. crazier. Why are you wiping your ass with maybe, your hand? Maybe he was Muslim. Muslims wash their asses. They don't wipe them. But you still need to And those it. toilets did not have water. They had tissue paper. You had to literally get water. But even then, principle. there was so much shit on the walls that I think you must have had to use such an incredibly uh, small amount of water for you to have to wipe that much shit around the wall. Because okay, if I am putting water in my hand and wiping my ass, and I know we're getting really graphic here... I know, for for example, I'm not going to see that much shit, you know? I'm just going to point out, this is the third episode in a row that Ramsey has gone in detail about shit and the ass and the, the mechanisms behind shit. Yeah, you can ask for your refund, um, which allows me <laughs> to get the, into the second know, no, topic. No, let me, let me is, just explain something. You know, the thing is, I, I got an explanation really quickly because there's this show called Filth. It's a show about, like, really dirty homes. And then sometimes the people who come to clean these places will find feces in the most random places, on the light switch, on the door. Why would you have feces these on the light switch? These people have dementia. Why? So they have dementia. So this person... So I forgot I crazy. took a shit? No, they go crazy and then they just, like... Oh, my God. They lose all their hygiene. I don't know that I took a shit in the past 10 minutes. I'm going to touch my ass. First yeah. of all, the logic behind that is weird because why would you want to touch your ass whether or not you took a shit? I, unless you like to just, like, finger yourself. Like, oh... There's actually shit. It looks at it and it's like, oh, sorry, I actually don't remember I have shit. Let sips, me go switch on sips, the light. Sips KO calmly. I am trying to figure out the series of events that leads to you having shit on a light switch. Unintentionally. The acrobatics that were involved. <laughs> the acrobatics that would be involved. You have to jump. <laughs> I mean, I can totally see, like, I, I, I don't think dementia is a good excuse. It's like, imagine if it's you met someone, if, imagine if you went to someone's house and you found um, shit on the light switch and you were like, why is there shit on your light switch? like, oh, sorry, I have dementia. Would you accept that as an explanation? You know, the thing is... Like, yeah, know, that totally explains everything. Like they're, they're, they're pro- if someone came crazy. to me and was like, I don't have toilet paper. But okay, I understand. It's not understandable why you end up on the light switch if you don't have toilet paper. Why well, you wiped your... On the your light hand. switch, though? Then you want to switch on the lights. But it makes me question, like, how many things in people's houses you should not touch. Not just about the shit. How many, that's be, a bit how many things in your own house? You no, but that's just touch. extreme. But think about how many places people have had sex in their house. You come to the couch and probably there's those cum residue where you're sat. Yeah, I've always had that thought. Trauma. <laughs> like, you just go see a couple, you visit a couple, like, you look extra kinky. So a friend of mine... How do to, I know you did mine, not have sex on top of this microwave? A friend of mine went to visit uh, her friends and then she found a bunch of diapers. She was like, you guys don't have kids. What, what's all this about? So apparently they were doing role play 
with diapers. So someone was wearing diapers. No, no, no. Yeah. So the lady was was wearing diapers, and she was like, "I like to, we like to role play in diapers." So I get, I pretend I'm a baby. Someone and then in the, the guy, audience is laughing because I have a similar story. And then the guy changes, finish. and then the guy changes my diaper, and that's part of our role play. And then after mm-hmm. that, we have sex. What is sexually exciting about changing, changing a diaper? someone's diapers? A grown adult's diaper. I've had uh, the weird thing is I've had a similar situation. I had an ex girlfriend who was like, "You know what?" I, I was just like talking about sexual fetishes, and you know I was just. You like, want to mention her name? Of course not. The poopoo yeah. princess. <laughs> that is not That's, her name. That's the short title. Should be, the short should be the poopoo princess. And then she's like, "You know what? My fetish is is like let's wear adult diapers all day." If any of us take a shit, like just stick your shit in the diaper, and then the other person can change you. And I was like, "What the actual?" She was like, "Doesn't that fuck?" Sound, she was like, "Doesn't that sound nice?" Kind of fetish is this? <laughs> Wait, understandably, us, we didn't take last. Us, take us through the the, the the facial reactions you were making, like when she was like, "Hey, you know what?" I, I was thinking. Oh, I had the most like poker face on. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> "Wow, that sounds interesting." Yeah. And then the next day, I'm like, "So I don't think we could work." In, in the back of my head, you're like, know? who the fuck did I get into a relationship with? I know! I know! It was so crazy. But the fact that now we have a set of two people, have a sample size of two, makes me wonder, how many people out there actually have a diaper fetish? Oh, it gets Because crazier. I thought I was the only person who ever met such a person. It gets and crazier. you're telling me you know someone it, it else. It gets crazier. Isn't this, there's this channel, I think, it's a, an account called African Jiwa or something like that. So there are people who are giving... It's African their, Jiwa. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, FYI, for those who don't know Swahili, and Jiwa is a pigeon or a dove. Is it a dove? Yeah, whatever. I don't know why the fuck you call yourself African dove. Because he talks about the dirtiest shit and doves are like a sign of purity and he's, peace. He's, he's a brown dove. You know, I, I see the freaking reference. He's so, a brown yeah. dove. So yeah, the one he's person. He's a shitty dove. One person was talking about how my husband likes to I watch me watch shit. me insert eggs into my vagina and then I lay them like a like a hen. That's their fetish. So um, we were looking <laughs> at um, <laughs> moving on swiftly. <laughs> Refunds from Ruga. The chicken, the chicken that lays the golden eggs. <laughs> Do not kill the goose that lays the golden eggs yeah. is the phrase. The, but like, or the girl. That <laughs> <laughs> Which means that we don't know of all the husbands that have killed their wives, how many of them violated that saying. Because we don't know what their sexual fetishes were before they committed those heinous acts. Maybe the wives were laying eggs in the private. And here's the crazy thing I always say. And they killed that goose. Here's the crazy thing I always say. All the people you respect, your pastors, your teachers, they probably have fetishes. Which makes you realize that everybody's human. Everybody's human. But at the same time, everybody's weird as well. Yeah, exactly. So, um, the Shoke Shoke Festival. Do you know about that? No, I would never go to such a festival. So, Ruga and, and get me right, this is the weirdest juxtaposition I've ever heard. Shoke Shoke. Ruga and Wakadinali was set to I mean, headline he was, he was the with Shaka Shaka. Steve was simple boy I don't know how they managed to meet but they made content together so if, if he was with Steve no I can I can understand Steve was simple Ruger? boy no, I just like no no like I'm just like looking from the perspective of extremes okay. if there's anyone in Kenya that's gonna get like a collaboration out of fucking nowhere it's literally the most um out of left field celebrity out there nobody expects Steve was simple boy to be a celebrity Nobody even knows what the fuck he does, what kind of music what he does. What is a simple boy, the, anyway? The literal reason why Steve a simple boy is viral is because he's so fucking unusual, right? <laughs> so if an wait, wait, artist... Wait, wait. What's, what's, what's unusual about Steve Simple? I am not going to make a comment on that. He's but just a simple we boy. all know that it has to do about, you know, with certain appearances. It's like, if, if a, a foreign artist comes to Kenya and is like, I want to do the most, you know, like, 
jaw-dropping, mind-blowing collaboration. They're going to go for Steve a Simple Boy. But Wakadinali, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I love their music. But then now, Wakadinali is someone that you're going to take seriously, which means you're going to have to rank them in the context of other artists in Kenya, like Saudi Soul or Nyashinsky. So why the fuck would Ruga, a whole freaking superstar, decide to share a stage with Wakadinali and share the headlining for the event with them? Not to mention... Afterwards, they cancel, and I kind of know why they cancel because probably he got to his senses, like, why the fuck am I sharing a stage with Cardinale? But they cancel, and then they do not refund people. Now that is the, the story. I've heard something about Cardinale. I don't know how true it is now, but then there's an event I went to sometime last year. I think uh, it's, uh, one of the event promoters are telling me, "Oh yeah, Cardinale, you can get them for fifty thousand. So imagine paying uh, a main. Uh, Ruger probably gets millions for his performance, and then you get someone who gets millions of dollars, maybe not dollars, no." Hundreds of thousands it. of dollars. Nah, I don't think he gets that much. I feel like Ruger is gonna. Come I think to if you're coming to Kenya, it's nah, gonna be like. I wish you know, brother. I wish. <laughs> That's not even how he talks. I think he talks like a regular guy. But anyways, I heard. Well, you can. Are you saying Nigerians are not regular guys? You can. Or, okay, let's go on. <laughs> you said Steve was simple boy was not a simple boy. You said he was something very unusual. Which kind of like is an ode to his name? I feel like he called himself like that's like he's a complex. Simple. He's a complex character. It reminds me of a joke I've ever heard. It's like if you ever meet someone who's like. Uh, tell me about she's like me not got too simple that it's probably because probably they have no character they have nothing to offer no looks so they always say simple so probably that was a joke it's like Steve was simple is like you know what I'm gonna make a play on that mini Steve was simple but, but he's not simple at all he's like a he's like a mishmash of so many like complicated complications. things complications. yeah even his you know, language even the women Steve that are attracted boy, to Steve him but that's, that's a topic an, for another enigma. day He's an enigma. Well, she calls, herself, she calls herself pretty vicious. looking at you. Yeah. She calls herself that too. But anyway. Does anyone else call her that? Well, I'd go Barry does in BNN. Oh, that's her name actually. That's her stage name. Yeah. Anyways. If you have to add the adjective pretty to your name, you just kind of say uh, something about how much you have to try to look a certain guy. But anyway, I'm just Moving saying. Moving on swiftly. As far as that is concerned, the main okay. topic here is the Shoki Shoki Festival was cancelled, and these guys were. Wait, like, you're not drinking it. You know, Ramsey's an alcoholic. I mean, I have a Bella Club, and I kind of like this vibe. Oh, okay, I'll okay, drink cool, after cool. the. So, like, this is like, the most sober episode we've ever done. Honestly, yeah, like, legit. It's actually pretty enjoyable. Cheers to that. Yeah, exactly. It's not so, so like, worrying. Yeah. It's <laughs> like episodes are worrying because you're like, where is this gonna go? <laughs> we need to end this now. We need to end this now. Yeah, it was like the point was the Shoke Shoke Festival was actually a pretty popular festival in Kenya. It's like mm-hmm. okay, so then they were telling people, okay, it's cancelled, and now we will give you refunds in forty-five to sixty days. And so there was uproar all over the internet. Like, why forty-five to sixty days? What the hell are you doing with our money? And I've seen this um, trope uh, play out a lot in a lot of festivals or, or concerts in Kenya where, like, you pay in advance because there's, like, diehard tickets, early bird tickets, etc. And then the the festival gets uh, cancelled and then you don't get your money back, um, <clears throat> so to so. I'm looking at them. And, and the question is, uh, what do you think about this? Do you think that's fair? Do you think, like, what what is going on here? How much were the ticket prices, though? Mm, the ticket prices were... How much would you pay to go see Ruga and Wakarinali together? Answer in the comments. I imagine people would charge a lot. I actually don't know how much the Shoki Shoki Festival was. How many songs do Wakarinali But I imagine it would be I'm somewhere... A fan, but I don't it would probably be under 5,000 but over 3,000. That's yeah, what I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's a weird pricing. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. But I would feel hard done. But I mean, it's a it's a common occurrence in the Kenyan scene, to be honest. It's just like bigger artists. The question is, why is it a common occurrence? Do we see that in, the, in other countries? Do we see cancel concerts in the US? I think it's because money back, Kenya is very lenient on these kinds of like fraud. These these types of fraud. Kenya is very lenient. You remember when I was very hard to follow this idea? And I was like, you know, the most, on one of the most lucrative business businesses you could start in Kenya if you just like execute it right one of the most lucrative businesses we need to start in Kenya is a freaking escrow mm. so it exists though yeah, I think it people, exists I mean it exists but it's not popular like for example right now every lots of people go on Instagram and pay vendors we should probably explain what goods. escrow is to some of the people who might not understand exactly it. so it's a method of payment where mm. like I will deliver the funds to a, a tertiary service or subs- what, what do they call it like a third party holder it's the man the in the middle the man in the middle who like holds okay the money. you have the goods you, you want have the goods the, give me the, the money, money. Let me know when he delivers the goods and then I'll, I'll give him, him the money. If yeah. he doesn't deliver the goods, I'll give you the money back. That's an escrow. I am the escrow. But like, we don't have that pretty commonly. A lot of people still get conned in Instagram where they pay for goods before they receive them. And then, you know, they go say, I was scammed. Mm. Um, if you're smarter, you're going to be like, I'll pay on delivery. But, you know, this isn't that common. Ideally, what you want, and you know, escrow services are more common in bigger deals, like you're buying a house, or you're a company. buying a car, mm-hmm. or a company. But like, I feel like escrow services should be much more common, even for such things as concert tickets. So, an escrow service, for example, would that would be up, difficult though to implement. Imagine no, it event, wouldn't. Imagine an so event with ten thousand people. Think about it. Think about it. If Ticket Mojo or Hustle Sasa or whatever, whichever one of the many ticket platforms that these people sell on. Acted as an escrow, like oh, we have this much ticket sales, but we won't release them to you unless we're sure the show is happening. In which case, if the show isn't happening, we're gonna refund the money. There's one big caveat. Though. It would force people to be a lot more responsible there's, there's big, about their promises. There's one big caveat, though. They're in cahoots. Everybody wants money in Kenya, so even the escrow service would be working with them. They'd be like, "Hey, the goods were delivered." I kind of feel like that's a defeatist argument. You it know? is why? Because though. like, if truth. you're an escrow and you're telling people, "I will offer this," is the whole essence of how an escrow makes money. Is like, I will make sure I get this. First of all, yeah, you, you know, know oh, you missed it. Yeah, it was like the escrow charges the vendor, right, or the the producer, like. I'll make sure there's money for your goods. You just have to go deliver them. But I'll take like 4%. If you run a proper escrow business, you're making a lot of revenue because for every transaction, you, you're licking off the top 4%. So if it's purely about money, because think about it from the perspective of lemons. Mm-hmm. And you know this because we've dealt with like a lot lemons. of... Yeah, the lemon law. You know, it's like, how do you prevent lemons? Like, if you're a car dealer, and I, I'm sorry, it's going to sound like it's going off the tangent, but I'll get back to the main point soon. Like, if you're a car dealer and you're selling like shitty cars mm-hmm. that means every customer you manage to dupe into selling your shitty car to is not gonna be a repeat customer they're gonna go and they're gonna be like fuck that guy was shit and then they're gonna go away so if you want to keep getting repeat customers which means you're playing the long game you want to put up a proper dealership offer them coffee have couches actually make sure you vet your cars and so on it's about playing long-term games and this is game theory in essence if you like follow that kind of shit so if if you're in kenya and you're like i'm just gonna con people for as long as i can eventually the logic says you're gonna run out of people to con so if you really want to play the long game and make sure you uh, ensure your income make sure you run a legitimate business where you're nevertheless making a uh, uh, revenue or profit but also you're offering people a service they so desperately need mm-hmm. and that's why i think an escrow would make sense in kenya well it's uh to be discovered 
to be discussed. We'll find out. Speaking soon. of people being in cahoots, let's talk about the cartels that Ruto told Mambo ni matatu. Because mm. that's been such a trending meme in Kenya. Yeah. So what happened is, and I'm reading Trevor's brief here. Mm. So this week, President Ruto made his famous, or if you will, infamous, <laughs> infamous yeah, Mambo ni matatu speech, which have spawned lots of memes. Mambo ni right? matatu means there's three things. People have even made t-shirts for that shit. People are always ready to make t-shirts for shit. We should make t-shirts. We should make t-shirts for shit. In the speech, he addressed the cartels in the sugar industry. So according to him, he had uh, sent 3 billion shillings and then 1 billion shillings. That's a total of 4 billion. And then 500 million, that makes it 4.5 billion for the Mumias uh, sugar company to pay its sugarcane farmers and continue sugar production to reduce sugar costs. However, all the money was used up and farmers are still not paid. So he then gave his speech saying that the cartels have only three options. Either you leave the country or you go to jail or you go to heaven. Now, the third option caught people off guard, understandably. Was he really going to um, unalive these cartels? Mm. So it turns out that these guys, what they were doing, which is pretty clever. I want to spell it out. What they were doing is they were taking each other to court, suing each other, and then using the money that Ruta sent to pay the legal fees. So somehow... They were still within the law, even if, even though they were using the money, right? Mm. So we have a president trying to weed out corruption, but thieves are stealing legally. Yeah. And our law society of Kenya, understandably, condemned Ruta's words, Azimio, the... some Kenyans, blah, blah, blah. And politicians are probably the biggest thieves. We have a weird dilemma here because, like, we have, like, literally our president, you know, love him or hate him, who's, you know, at least by virtue of his words alone, is trying to stand up to corruption. But then, you know, he's t- taking on the billionaire cartels. But then we have billionaire cartels that are using the law to go around and steal money anyway. So how do you solve that particular problem? It's difficult to solve when you're part of the problem. Do you think that the current government is part of the corruption problem? 100%. I mean, uh, the newspapers did a, a feature that uh, showed that every time a president comes into office, they have this fund for... Um, I, I forgot the other ones, but then I remember <laughs> this one in particular was the Hustler Fund. Where they embezzle billions. There's always some publicly announced fund that's supposed to help someone. And it never goes according to plan. It always goes awry. Yeah, yeah. National Youth Fund, I think, during the era. And I've always said this. I've always said this. If you think about it, like how much, how high things have gone in tax, we should be able to clear our debt very quickly. But the fact is. One of the most mind blowing facts I read was like, in all the years Uber was president, because he was president for like um, 10 years, I believe. I think so. In that Time period, years, I the um, shilling lost 30 shillings to the dollar. So it went from 80 shillings to 110. Now for Ruto... Ruto came on and he lost 27 shillings in the 11 months he's been president. 27 or more? Well... Because it's like a dollar yeah. right now is 140, right? Yeah, exactly. So That's like, 30 something. That's 30. Like we have lost more ground to the dollar in 11 in months than we lost in 10 years before year. that. One year. Uh, And I, I, I mean, I know Forex, like, especially even considering very the global volatile. economical situation is a lot more complicated, but it does raise eyebrows, right? Look, let's talk about Steve Harvey now. Let's, let's talk about, talk about that and then finish it. And we can do a meme review and then finish Steve it. Steve Harvey does this thing where he's like, a man needs five suits. And he talks about suits that only he has. Steve Harvey is the type of guy to wear red suits. I feel Who like a lot of people don't suits? know about Steve Harvey's, like, um, weirdness. Uh, like his reputation. He's a weirdo. Why is Steve Harvey so popular? Why I'll does it matter what, that, that I'll tell you he what, was allegedly most people don't cheated on? Most people don't know. Steve Harvey actually used to be a good stand-up comedian. He was really, like, he's been around for ages. Did you ever laugh at his jokes? Yeah, he was good. He was quite yeah. funny, actually. We'll probably look for one of his uh, stand-up shows and play, play mm-hmm. but it was really funny mm-hmm. like back in the stand-up days 
And then he started a show. Talk show. And then he started another show. Mm. Because we have the Steve Harvey show, which was whatever it was. And then now we have this weird thing where he gives people marriage advice. I have something random. Do you know, there's no Kenyan I know called Harvey. There's Mackenzie's. <laughs> there's a Harvard. <laughs> there's one major Mackenzie. There's a Harvard. Mm. They, they forgot the R before the Harvard. <laughs> Yeah, I Sounds know like a Haven school. Like a, like Haven somewhere in Waida. No, but someone called him. You know, these people like to copy like American names. You have Mackenzie, you have Anderson, and Louis but especially. But no one calls their kid Harvey. No one. Or Mar- Murphy. Murphy would be a funny one. I mean, no one calls their kid Tyler. Murphy. Murphy would be hilarious because the pronunciation is yeah. like you're in a roll call in class and it's like uh, Kevin, I'd love Peter, to say kid Murphy, Chad. and then it's just like uh, Chad Murioki. Because Murphy is like, Chad Murioki. Chad Murioki. Sounds, sounds like a handsome guy, Chad Murioki. No, because Chad's like, like you know, you, you, yeah, yeah, Chad, It's the, it's the, um, it's the, um, what do they call it? Um, the subliminal messaging behind the name Chad. Like, hey, she's dating a Chad. It's like you think of the, a Chad as like an alpha male. Mm. So if you hear a kid called Chad, you're gonna assume they're handsome. Even if it's a Murioki. Even if it's a Murioki. Or a But there's, I don't know of anyone called Chad. In or Harvey or Murphy. Or Harvey or Murphy. Matthew. Murphy, I can see the potential for Matthew. the yeah Matthew. for the jokes because nobody can pronounce Murphy correctly. Murphy, Murphy, you go for your idea. <laughs> you go for your idea at Huduma, yeah. Huduma Center. Murphy. I used to have this friend in high school. I told you this joke, right? Yeah, he was Matthew. so short. He was the shortest kid in class, mm. and we used to have this geography teacher who just didn't, for some weird fucking reason, have a filter in his mouth. Mm. He, we he, have three minutes left, and the geography teacher would be like. One day, out of nowhere, Before I don't know what the fuck that kid did to annoy him. He was like, when you fupi cash on the Awusho. That's and what he said. Note, let's go back to Steve Harvey. And ever since, this was in Form 1. That was shocking. Up until Form 4, everyone in the class used to call him Shonde. Imagine <laughs> being the kid in class that everyone calls Shonde. Like, your life will never be the same. We still see him today, several years later after high school. Like, hey, Shonde. Yeah, the Shonde. Yeah, okay. Fuck could you stop? And I we had a guy called Kichwa. He had a big head. He looked like a lollipop because his body was so small and his head was really big. So you to might this not day, we talk know about him. Steve Harvey. We know him about. We know him as Kichwa. Steve Harvey would be mustache. I do have some memes though. Can we just do the reviews? Steve uh, Harvey uh, allegedly got cheated on his wife. Him and his wife both denied it. There are a lot of stories about how allegedly the wife. Um, they met before in the 90s and mm-hmm. then the wife left him because he didn't have money or he left her because he didn't have money and then he divorced his wife to get back with her and then allegedly she had sex she bumped uglies with both his bodyguard and his cook mm-hmm. and then she demanded a divorce and 200 million and then everybody was shouting about it and then Steve Harvey said this is crazy I'm not divorcing my wife and the wife said this is crazy I'm not divorcing Steve Harvey but then you know where the smoke this fire so you know it's a whole conspiracy go make of it what you she will cheated on him with the, the she cheated now. on him with the watchie and the cook that is why watchy. He's the bodyguard. bodyguard. He's the why watchy. would you like? That's so disrespectful <laughs> to bodyguards everywhere. <laughs> but anyway, I have a meme for you. I have a meme for you, right? Um, I saw a really crazy dance here. Wait, let me see it. I okay, you, oh, I thought you were gonna describe it. That would be crazy. Okay, yeah, no, no, no. It's it's a really um crazy dance. I'm trying to look for it. Where the this fuck? Is the one where the guy's dicks. Look oh, at no, it. Wait, I'm gonna wait, send wait. this over, and then we, they're gonna put it in the oh video. Oh my god, what is this? Just look at how the guy dances. And I'm like, people have some weird talents out here. How did he learn he could do this? How like, did he? Look at this. Was he sneaking to go steal the meat in the kitchen? Like, what the fuck was he doing? <laughs> like a, where he had a, to tiptoe. It's like an so advanced. Fast. It's like an advanced tiptoe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 
And then another one. So you know how kids hate class? Look at this one. This kid just and like then, fucking stormed out of class. I'm gonna send that to you. I used to be like this kid actually. No, look at what he does. He he gets extra. No, I legit I legit used to do this. I used to like just walk out and say fuck this shit. I'm done. That's why I'm doing a podcast for a living now. <laughs> oh shit! I never threw the trash. I told you, <laughs> you're gonna get mind blown. He gets really extra towards the air. He's like, what the fuck? Why Even did you do that? But what makes you think? I think this was staged though. Because why is the teacher recording the first? I think exam. the teacher was doing a TikTok. Doing we have like exam, a current yeah, trend yeah, yeah, yeah. where teachers do TikToks during class. It's really it's shameful, a whole topic, you know. So she just happened. Another to one. Right show thing. me another one. Okay, I'll show you I'm another like one. Right. Um. Okay. Okay. Here's one. Right. Um, this one is pretty cool. Have you ever been in uni where, like, you know, you do group group projects and then you do like a presentation? I used to hate those because I used to do you. all the work. So imagine you do a presentation and then a girl laughs at you. What's the worst thing you're gonna do in revenge? Um, I don't know. Maybe roast her in the middle of the presentation because so I'm this very guy, What he did is he searched for her group. He asked the topic they were presenting on, and then when she was presenting, he spent four days researching on it. Oh and he asked her so God. many questions, like it was stupid. common knowledge, that she cried during the presentation. That guy must have felt and so good. And then he ends it with like, "Stay blessed." He must. He must have felt so good when he was done. I know. I know. There's like, some petty people out there. How crazy can you get? So, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Mambo ni matatu, dakika ni tatu, sekunde ni tatu at this point. So, sisi ni wawili lakini. So yeah. Thank you for joining us for these uh, 60 minutes. This was a really good recording. I think we covered most of what we needed to cover. I believe we did. If we didn't, let us know in the comments. I mean, we covered most of what we needed to cover. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But we probably don't need to cover this too much. Anyways, guys, thank you for tuning in. See you on the next one. Be blessed. This Stay is blessed. Ramsey. <laughs> this is Jean. This is Think Shack. And this is KO. And, um, I love it, personally. I, I would love, love to recommend that you drink it in your house, not in a club. Because you're not even going to find it in a club anyway. But try anyways. Bye, guys. Cheers. Bye-bye.